What's up, everyone? This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. Thanks for listening. Let's get started. Thanks for tuning in to the Wake Before the Day podcast. We are back with Luke chapter 2 today. I think I said Galatians earlier. It's definitely not Galatians. So we are here in Luke chapter 2, and we're going to talk about just a few different things, kind of all over the place. Um, You were talking about the humanity of Christ and how that's all over in this chapter. And then um, just some of the people in the chapter stuck out to me, specifically Simeon and Anna. So that's Mm kind of what we're going to talk about today. So let's talk about the humanity of Christ first. This is something that we don't talk about very often, and we're not always sure what to do with it. Right. Um, So reading Luke 1... It talks about how the heavenly host appear to uh, a number of people. And right, and when they do freak, appear, freaks them out. it's just like total fear. And people don't really know what to do with it. And so thank goodness the angels know what to do because they tell people, fear not. Don't be afraid of me. I bring you good tidings of great joy. And um, that's kind of the response throughout the Bible when people interact with these heavenly beings, though. In the Old Testament, if you remember Moses, too, his face, like people couldn't even look at Moses' face. You can't look upon the Lord. Or remember the Ark of the Covenant, too. You can't touch it or you'll die. Don't touch that. Don't even go in like Holy of Holies. Touches (laughs) it, gets blasted, he's dead. So there's this reverence that when we think about God, this you know the fear of the Lord, we think about God just being so powerful and almighty and above us that when people encounter these heavenly beings too, like we we don't even know what to do with fear ourselves. And trembling. I was yeah. talking to someone I respect to the moon and back uh, maybe a year or two ago. He told me on two occasions in his life he was working as a janitor at the time, and he was vacuuming in the same room, and he had just this crazy experience with the Holy Spirit where it felt like the Lord's presence just just dropped, like in the most heavy way on him and in the room. Mm. And he said he just started trembling, and he, he had to put his vacuum down, and he couldn't help but do anything but, but smash his face into the ground. He said it was the most reverent, holy thing. And, and bear in mind, this is in a locker room. He's <laughs> vacuuming in a locker room, and he said it, it was as if the train of the Lord's robe just passed in front of him. Mm. Same place, two different occasions. But, and I haven't experienced anything to that magnitude, but I've heard tons of stories of people who have. Right. And it always seems that the responses are similar. Right. Just trembling, just fear, this, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm in over my head. God right. is that good. There's just this holy presence we're not worthy. And that's kind of, in general, when you think about just the mysteriousness of God, the Holy Spirit, and just kind of how he works and who he is, it's hard to wrap our minds around it. And I know you guys have heard Isaiah 55 just talking about how our ways are not God's ways. And there's this this bigger being that we just have such a hard time wrapping our head around. Yet Luke 2 is talking about this baby and how we can actually know God. Yeah. Like how God came to us in the most simple and understandable of ways. He came to us as a human being. So I want to park it right here just for a minute and talk about Jesus' humanity. Yeah. This is this has huge implications for our relationship with God, especially as we're led by the Holy Spirit today. Um, when you look at Luke 2 today, verse 52, it talks about how Jesus grew in wisdom. Jesus grew in wisdom. He grew wiser. I mean, there's part of me that always thought that Jesus just was born, came out as a baby, and was a genius, was brilliant, was fully God. It sounds like our kids. Yeah. Just knew everything. Right yes. 
Yes, unfortunately, that's what they think. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Now, this is one of many verses that talk about Jesus' humanity. Philippians 2 talks about how Jesus made himself nothing, how he came fully in human likeness. Hebrews 4.15 talks about how Jesus empathizes with our weaknesses, how um, he's been tempted in every way. And so if you've been lonely before, Jesus has been lonely. Yeah. Have you been betrayed? Jesus has been betrayed. You've been sad. Jesus is sad. Your loved ones have passed. Jesus' loved ones have passed. It talks about how he empathizes with our weaknesses in every way, and he's been tempted. The next chapter of Hebrews 5 talks about Jesus offered up prayers and petitions, fervent cries, and then this verse 9, it says he learned obedience. That, that makes you a little bit uncomfortable going, Jesus Christ learned obedience. That's what the Bible is telling us. Romans 8, 3, God sent Jesus Christ in the likeness of sinful flesh. Now, Jesus was fully God and fully man, and, and he was sinless. He was holy. He was good. But he came as a human being and took on the, the sins of the world. Now, one of the most helpful quotes I, I think of in this time comes from a theologian by the name of Simon Ponsonby. He says, Jesus Christ had his eternal divinity, but it was never exercised in that Jesus Christ acted as God and um, used his power and, and heavenly authority to, to make stuff happen on earth. He was constantly limiting himself. When they asked him, when's he coming back? I don't know. Jesus needed to, to eat. He needed to drink. He needed to sleep. But he also did not exorcise his authority, his divinity, and that it never left him. He was fully God and fully man all the time. And so as God, he empathizes with us. Like whatever you're going through, he understands. He's a, he's a human being. And that that's just sitting heavy on me today. Yeah, and thank goodness he was a human. Like that's part of the, the gift of what the gospel is, this good news in Jesus, that he was a human, that we could actually kind of understand him. A little bit uh, transition there. I was talking to um, great grandma about this and, and just kind of the person of Jesus. And grandma, if you're listening, hi, love you. And um, love you, Gigi. she just made the comment about how that's just so hard to think about that. You think about God as just being revered. And mm-hmm. you think about God and, and you, like these other people, you respond to them by just falling on your face and one of uh, this just popped into my head if you've ever heard of the ology they have a great soundtrack on spotify it's a book that goes through literally goes through theology throughout the bible anyway soundtrack's awesome and in one of the lines in their book they sing a song about jesus um, humanity and in one of the lines it says that yes jesus walked on water but he also had to learn to tie his shoes Mm -hmm. and that i feel like just kind of helps not even my kids, but me too, just try and make sense. Like, yes, like God, this plan, this incredible plan has been set out for so long and it's amazing. It's so big and we are just wowed by him, but we're also getting this gift that we get to relate with him too. And Holy Spirit working behind the scenes really ushers that relationship in. and, And how I tie this back to Jesus' humanity is I feel like there are huge implications for Jesus' relationship with the Holy Spirit and in our relationship with the Holy Spirit today. I think that we do not give God, um, the Holy Spirit, enough credit when it comes mm-hmm. to his, his relationship with Jesus Christ as a human being. Right. The Holy Spirit empowered Jesus. He didn't start his ministry until he was baptized and the Holy Spirit came upon him. And so when you think about our, our walk today, our life today, and we have to fully rely on the Holy Spirit and then at the same time understand that, that God knows what you're going through. 
Right. He empathized with you. He was a human being. Mm-hmm. He needed to do the same things we did, and yet he was perfectly sinless. And now, Bobby, you had some really insightful thoughts on Simeon and Anna. Yeah, that's what popped out more to me, I think, in this chapter. And so, yeah, disclaimer. I mean, you could talk about the humanity of Jesus for like 97 hours on a podcast. Our podcast is like 10 minutes. So that's what stuck out to Clark. And then I was actually reading and just totally blown away by how often you read in chapter two what the Holy Spirit's up to. So just glancing uh, and even before this, too, but just glancing in this little chunk of scripture about Simeon and Anna. Um, that the Holy Spirit was upon, this is Simeon, that the Holy Spirit was upon him, that Holy Spirit would, wouldn't let Simeon die. He was told by the Holy Spirit, this is verse 26, that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Then he's moved by the Spirit. Then you get down here and you're, you're talking about Anna. This is verse 36 and how she was a prophetess and how she had lived most of her life as a, a widow and how she had not left the temple day and night fasting and praying. And it what was stuck out to me in talking to these about these people in Luke 2 is how these people were ready. They had eyes yeah. to see what the spirit was up to, and I'm sure that they weren't assuming that this was going to be the day, especially when seeing this peasant couple that came into the temple with this little tiny baby. Um, I'm sure that if they were looking with their natural eyes, they weren't thinking, "Oh, there's there's the there's savior, the of, savior the of the world." Universe right <laughs> right. There. And so that's I think just number one, just asking Holy Spirit in this water every day today. Today is Monday. Holy Spirit, what are you up to today? Give me eyes to see so that Mm -hmm. I can partner. So help me be ready. And then next is um, in verse 33, Simeon speaks. And so what blows me away is this is verse 33. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. That's Simeon talking. This is talking to Mary and Joseph. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. So I'm going to come back to that verse 35. But before I get to verse 35, yes, Holy Spirit, help us be aware. Give us eyes to see today. Also, Holy Spirit, empower me to speak blessing. Mm -hmm. Clark and I talk sometimes and we'll be really blessed by a message or a song or we'll be watching our kids interact and it's just blessing us just to watch them. And I'm being convicted just reading this thinking, I need to speak that out loud. I need to tell our kids, Kirby, God bless you. I see this in you. Call out the good that you're seeing and actually step in and participate. Um, So that was one thing. And then the last thing that I'll give you is from verse 35, so that the thoughts of many hearts would be revealed. Um, This actually brought me back to a sermon that Grandpa Corver gave about 2011 or 2012, and it was on Christmas. Go figure. It was uh, Luke 2 on Christmas Day. And he just talked about how hearts were revealed when Jesus came on the scene. And he's talking about the hearts of men. Yes, you know, the Old Testament law fixed our practices, but it really didn't fix our heart. And um, But really about the heart of God and how God's heart was on full display when he sent Jesus in his humanity to come as a little tiny baby and then to live this life that Clark was life that Clark's been talking about this life of humanity this life of a peasant this life where you need to learn and grow um and then eventually this life where he was the sacrifice for mm-hmm. us and um that that verse there's verse 35 I feel like is just kind of what I'm taking away today that the um, thoughts of many hearts are revealed that yes God you know the thoughts of my heart and um we 
are so grateful though that your heart is bigger that we can repent from those things now that we have this whole picture and then we yeah. can turn away and so that's kind of that's kind of what stuck out in Luke 2 for us yeah so know that Jesus Christ was a human being and he can empathize with you he was empowered by the same spirit that empowers you um, and at the same time be ready because who knows what the Holy Spirit's doing just like Simeon and Anna decades they waited right they were ready and right. then when the opportunity comes speak and yeah hearts are revealed yeah so i think that's all we have for you today yeah we'll be back on wednesday uh luke chapter four unless, unless you yeah, have some oh, questions hey, i mean you do it <laughs> great minds think alike um yeah unless someone sends us a question they want to talk about so until then god bless you have a fantastic week and that's all we got yep bye bye the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.